Hello and welcome to the After Dinner Podcast. My name is John Keeley, and this is the podcast extension of ROI Show 496. Our guest for today is Cindy Sweet, Executive Director of the Iowa Museum Association, who will be talking to us about Teaching Iowa History Project Update. The history buffs for today's show are Terry Toppler and Jay Swords. And Jay, you get to start us off. Well, um, I, we in the first in the radio segment we talked a little bit about um, the the uh, other folks, other states, other national level that are looking at things like digital encyclopedias and so forth. Can you talk a little bit more about that group and and what kinds of things have been done? What kinds of formats have been used? Because I I think. Um, I, I just happened to be reading a book of, of uh, a guy in the 1500s who tried to do the same thing. Uh, Hernando Colon, who was the illegitimate son of Christopher Columbus and had this vision of creating a universal library. Um, so it was very interesting. So I'm just interested in, in what kinds of processes have been done. And you know, are there things that you're looking at that you think will truly be revolutionary that will be different than, than anything that's come along before as you put this together? Christopher Columbus was a cheater. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> put that in Iowa history and we'll see how that works out. No. <laughs> um, so this group that I meet with quarterly, is it's quite informal. It's actually spearheaded by the gentleman that runs the um, uh, Texas Handbook, which is the Texas Digital Encyclopedia. And he brings us together quarterly for a Zoom meeting, and folks come in from all across the nation um, and they they share about their projects and what they're doing and what uh, you know what's changed what hasn't changed. Um, so I've learned a lot from listening to them. They use uh, when we started the conversations, and I've probably been meeting with them hmm, three years. Um, when we started, a lot of them were using Drupal as the platform, and that's what we built uh, Teaching Iowa History on. TeachingIowaHistory.org uh, is a Drupal website. And over the course of the last few years, they've been moving towards WordPress, which is very interesting because I, I'm not a, uh, knowledgeable enough to know, you know how all of these uh, platforms work, but I always thought WordPress was a fairly simple kind of platform, but apparently it can also be used for a digital encyclopedia. So, so one of the things that's cool about that group is you just, you just learn so much because you learn what everybody's doing and, and how it's working for them. Another thing is you see... Um, what they're doing on their sites, you know, and everybody's got things, um, you know, there's basics, right? There's always going to be content. There's always going to be images. Those, those things are kind of, a lot of them have on this day in history in, in their particular location and so forth. I think maybe what we're doing that's a little bit different is um, because we started with the, the instructional resources, you know, we have a pretty, pretty robust database already, uh, probably getting close to 100 if not more, um, lesson plans, and I, I see that as continuing. I think we will continue to build those because if a teacher wants a lesson plan for, you know, like civil rights right now on our site, um, they they can just go and click that era and find all of these sample lesson plans. They don't have to use them exactly as they're presented. They can download it and change it and make it their own, but they're going to see what the person that wrote that lesson plan has suggested as far as, well, these primary sources might be interesting to show your students or these documents might be helpful and so forth. So I think that's, that's one way we're different. I think another way that we're different is I'm coming at this from the museum perspective. My, 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 you know, 
primary function is to lift up the museum industry in Iowa. So I'm going to make sure that we have tagged in um, primary sources from as many Iowa museums as we can and connect those to the stories of Iowa history, right? So uh, if somebody's got, which I know they do, for example, a Lincoln Hamlin flag, <laughs> I'm going to want that, uh, that image on the digital encyclopedia uh, if we're talking about that election, you know? So I, I think those are the things that um, might set it apart. I also have kind of a weird um, uh, fascination with this, we built this really extensive bibliography of secondary sources, right? Because I come at this kind of as a, as, as a researcher, right? And I was always looking for what was out there that could help me in my research. And um, so we put together this database of 400 or plus um, secondary sources, and I would love to <laughs> create links between those titles and whatever PDFs are available online. So if there's a, a, a researcher looking for information and they, you know, can just, they find that bib and they can click on the link and go directly to that resource, wouldn't that be awesome? Mm -hmm. so, so I'm really interested in those kinds of things. I'm also obviously really interested in learning from um, other, others that have gone before me as to how they raise money to keep their digital encyclopedias going, because it is going to be uh, expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that always seems to tag along with well, that. Well, and and I'm really glad to hear that. Um, one of the an earlier guest this fall uh, was Eric Jensen, who's part of a uh, part of the German history um, digital website for Miami and, University. Yeah, well, I, but I mean, it's 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 a national website. But the idea is, you know, one of the things they were also really working on was trying to have. Uh, a good cross cross um, pollination search engines, so that right. if I if I put something in, I not only get that set of sources, but I get a secondary set of of related sources, um, because you know they're thinking for researchers as well, and that's what happens is you know it's nice to have a primary source, but you also want to have right. where else can this thing trickle out? So I think that's really exactly. interesting that you're thinking about doing that too, Terry. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, as you're talking, Cindy, about uh, a new website, are you also thinking perhaps within this new website you would have the capabilities uh, to be able to show some of those artifacts more virtually so that maybe you could actually have a 3D uh, look around, like, for example, at a Pioneer Cemetery, for example, where you could come in and, you know, have a 360 turn of that. Yeah. So that would create, yeah, anyway. Are you thinking about yeah, things yeah, like that? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think that would be awesome. We actually priced um, a 3D camera and 3D imaging uh, um, equipment when we applied for a, a previous grant because we wanted to have it travel around the state to different museums so they could essentially borrow it, image their objects, and then the images can come to, you know, teachingiohistory.org and it equally to them, obviously. Um, but yeah, I absolutely agree. That's something we want to include. Um, have you guys considered um, looking into and I'm talking from definitely an Iowa perspective? We talked about you know the Daughters of Revolution. Have you guys reached out to the American Legions mm -hmm. because that is an organization that you know when you walk into their halls, they're always promoting the history of the members of that community and how they helped either through battles or war in the military or preserving history. And um, I know their numbers aren't what they used to be 30 years ago, but they still are a reliable source of, you know, small town communities. And, yeah, you're absolutely right. And they very much want their history heard. 
Uh, Have you guys considered reaching out to them? We'll consider anybody that wants to partner with us. I mean, one of the one of my next steps is to start to reach out and coalesce a team of supporters and partners around the project. I have not yet reached out to anyone about the digital encyclopedia. Rick wanted me to to share it with you guys, which, as I said, is exciting and and also very scary because I haven't yet started to reach out to partners. Understand. Um, so. So partners and supporters first, then I've got to get grant funding, and then I've just got to put together the team and the vision and, and move it forward one step at a time. Okay, Jay. Well, and I would just piggyback off of that. So as you are planning, because you are looking you know, down the road years for, to, to really get this thing rolling where you want, um, is part of, you know, I almost, I'm hearing subcommittees, for lack of a, of a better way of putting that, mm-hmm. you know, where you're going to have these these subgroups that are going to get together, and this group is going to be in charge of... Modern history of, in the well, Or of, of reaching out to oh, I see what you're local community stuff, because I'm thinking, you know, not just the American Legion, but the, the Eagles and the Elks and yep. all those guys have history stuff, and, you know, it, that sounds to me like a full-time job all by itself <laughs> is just... Uh, you know, trying to do that. Um, are you also sort of as you're thinking in, in your planning process, you know, how can I delegate this out or subdivide this out so that so that it doesn't become quite as much of a of a chore? And then, you know, not only do you need a good a, a good editor then, but you're also talking about having to have a, a very interesting set of skills uh, for a sort of governing council or whatever you want to executive board, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. that, um, mm-hmm. you know, I have. Are you thinking about those kinds of things as well as you're sort of going through this planning process? I'm thinking about a lot of things. I don't know that I've gotten as far down the road as you have right there. Um, certainly um, hadn't thought yet about what subcommittees I was going to have. Yeah, th- but, this, Jay um, just actually read a list that Rick gave in front of him that he no, wanted. No, I'm, just, no, I'm, no, I'm, just, I'm just looking at the, you know, the, the task. Every, yes. Everything you say makes it more daunting. <laughs> I know, I know. But but it's baby steps, you know? It's, it it's that steps. how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time. Any project is doable. You just have to take it one step at a time and, you know, be, be as smart as you can be about how you tackle it. And I, I know the project's doable. I've seen it done in state after state after state. There's no reason Iowa can't have a digital encyclopedia. So it's, it's a matter at this point of bringing together uh, a group that also thinks it's a good idea and then defining the project a little bit further and then figuring out that, that grant application and figuring out other ways of getting funding. And um, For me, I think one of the key things is going to be that editor because that's got to be somebody that um, really understands uh, the audience for this, right, and, and how things need to be presented. And it's got to be somebody that, that – uh, either has a team of Iowa historians or is an Iowa historian because the, the content's going to have to be vetted. So, yeah, there's, there's, there are definitely things that are daunting about it, but we can't not do a project because it's scary. We have to just take, take it one step at a time because it's worthwhile. Um, and let me follow up with that. Do you, do you get a sense, is there any taste in the Iowa legislature for chipping in some of that what, for some of state money, after all, this is a state project. That that's what you're doing. Um, yeah. It seems to me, I, w- I would sure love to to see a line item uh, in in there. Um, you know, to to support a project that is as ambitious as this one is. 
Yeah, I, w- I would love to see that, too. At this point, that's not a, a path we've gone down. Um, if I knew of a, an elected official that was interested in sponsoring that and in helping move that forward, I would love to talk to them. Um, because I agree, it, it's a it's a project that will benefit the entire state. Okay. We would like to thank our noted guest for the 496th show, Cindy Sweet, Executive Director of the Iowa Museum Association, who talked to us about Teaching Iowa History Project Update. The history buffs for today's show were Terry Toppler and Jay Swords. ROI can be found at 9.30 p.m. Friday nights on KALA Radio or on the web at TuneIn.com. If you're looking for older programs, you'll find them at SoundCloud.com. Just put KALA Radio in the search, click on the first icon, and scroll down to find nearly a decade of ROI shows. You can also find ROI on all your favorite streaming platforms. ROI is recorded at station KALA, St. Ambrose University.